Welcome back to episode three of the Lost Boys podcast. I am Jake, joined as always by my Disney co-host with the Disney Comos. I got Josh Martin. Josh, what is up? What is up? Another day, another Disney topic. Yes, indeed. All There's the fun in the world. Never going to run out of them, I'm telling you. Like if we never. get to episode one million, we'll still have one million things left to talk about uh, for Disney. But yeah, so how, how you been? How's your week been going? What have you, you been watching getting into this spooky season? Yeah, so I know my wife watched Halloween Town without me right. the other night. I am so salty. Right. Um, but... Other than that, you know, I'm probably going to watch Hocus Pocus pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I, I, I went away to uh, New Hampshire this weekend, so that's why the Saratoga Springs Pixie Dust was a little delayed, so sorry for that. Um, but, hey, like I'll, I'll have some time for Disney in the next couple days, for sure. That's right. Uh, Emily and I were watching X. Well, I was, I was in and out of Hocus Pocus because... I, I like Hocus Pocus a lot. It's not, I don't know if it's a movie, because I'm such a big horror fan that, like, Hocus Pocus, I don't know if I'm going to sit down and watch it just for the hell of it. I think probably my favorite, and I know this will probably, this will be a topic on your podcast, uh, Small State Beat Takes, next week, but probably my favorite Disney Channel horror movie is probably still Phantom and the Megaplex. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, but they've, I mean, I'll, actually, I take that back. That's second. Number one for me is Under Wraps. I love Under Wraps. That one was Ooh, a classic. I haven't seen that actually, I've and I, I know I'm going to catch flack for that. But under wraps is the one with uh, the guy who voices Patrick Starr. He plays the mummy, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, just an incredible pull. But uh, I do like Hocus Pocus. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you've seen it a ton of times. Ton of times. Yeah. Every year I watch it. Halloween I mean, I Town. only I'm one of those guys that only watches films like during that time right. of year. No, I hear that. So yeah, yeah I only watch Hocus Pocus in October. So so. That, let me let me ask you this question here. Here's here's a humdinger for you. Real real pick 'em. Hocus Pocus or Halloween Town? Uh, I think Halloween Town wins. Mm. I, I, I do. I, I like Halloween Town a lot more, and that's yeah. why I'm super salty that somebody watched it without me. See, I will say it's a little unfair because Hocus Pocus is not a Disney Channel original movie, and Halloween Town is. Yeah. Um, so, but even then, I mean, you just said it won out for you over Hocus Pocus. I was still probably lean Hocus Pocus just because the production value is just like a little bit better and the acting, right. they actually have like, you know, like a lot of stars in it. Uh, it can get a little bit over the top, but that's kind of the whole point of the movie. The uh, music's a little better. I'll give it that's that. That's true. No, but Halloween Town definitely, I feel like it has more of the aesthetic of Halloween. Like Hocus yeah. Pocus is just kind of like sillier, but like Halloween yep. Town feels like it's a Halloween setting. So I can understand why you would you would put it above there, but I get it. You know, you, you want to save the spooky movies for the spooky season. That's just kind of how these things go. That's how it rolls, man. Absolutely. Um, so, so I guess we, we're kind of in a, a hodgepodge today for for main topics, but we'll kind of touch on some some Disney Plus stuff and and kind of the status of those major shows and I guess movie releases over there if there are any big ones. Uh, there are one big one in my mind, which we'll we'll get to. But uh, do you want to start with the shows or the movies, Josh? Uh, let's go with the movies first, okay. um, and I'm going to start. I know it's already uh, coming past two weeks now, but just we'll start in October, and I'll run down the list. Mm. Uh, so October 1st releases were Mr. Holland's Opus, Maleficent, uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, and Beauty and the Beast, um, the, the live action. Um, so I haven't gotten to watch any of those yet. I'm sorry. Uh, it was Mr. Holland's Opus, Beauty and the Beast, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, and what was the fourth one? Maleficent. Maleficent. Okay. Are you a fan of Maleficent? The movie? Uh, I'm indifferent. I didn't yeah. hate it. 
uh, but it definitely didn't grab my attention like I was hoping it would. I'm surprised they even got away with sequels. Yeah. I'll say that much. And I mean, like, I understand what they were trying to do. Like, I, I like, I think Maleficent's one of the best Disney villains there is. And I don't even like mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty all that much. But Maleficent, A, just the name, and B, it, it is such an imposing, she's such an imposing figure in the movie itself. So I get why you'd want to make a movie out of it and cast a big star like Angelina Jolie and, and try to make yeah. it this. Which she is perfect for it. Yeah, she, she's, she's great for the role. But it, I just feel like the story kind of lacked, really. And again, I agree with you. I don't know how it got away with a sequel. I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know how that, how that came about. Yeah, so, I mean, I have no, uh, no feeling about Beverly Hills Chihuahua, not up my alley. <laughs> um, but Beauty and the Beast, that's something that I'll definitely go back and watch. I, I loved it. I mean, I love Emma Watson, literally like child crush. So, right. um, so for her to be Belle, that's pretty nuts. I do, yeah. I do like the Beauty and the Beast adaptation, the live action one. Uh, I think there are uh, here. I got, this. This might be a hot take for you. This might be a hot take. <laughs> I think the Be My Guest in the live action is better than the Be My Guest in the animated movie. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that, yeah. and they had to nail that. I think yeah. they knew that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And uh, if they did wrong by it, if not better, uh, the movie would have been totally unappeasing to people because that's that's you got to grab people's attention right there because they know what's coming up. You know, the people that really love the movie and yeah, it was a very important scene. Um. So here's a question. I, we might have already, I might have already brought this up on an earlier podcast, but I do. I don't know. I, I don't know if I did. So I'm going to ask you again. What is your? What's been your favorite live action Disney adaptation? Um, I don't. That's tough. I know you don't like The Lion King so much. Uh, I, li- I, do, I like it. I like it more than a lot of people I follow on Twitter did like it. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree. I, I did like The Lion King a lot. Uh, I also liked Beauty and the Beast. Uh, it, they're both up there for me. Um, but to, to just kind of rank a top three, I'd probably say Jungle Book next. Okay. Um, and then Aladdin. To, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I liked Aladdin. I liked Will Smith. Yeah, uh, I did. I know a lot of people didn't, but um, what, do, what do you? I must see if you agree with me. What was the worst part about the Aladdin live action? Um, I think it was just too corny. Oh, it, okay. it, yeah. It felt for Aladdin like it felt too real. Like they were trying to push the funny. I think. Mm. I was Will Smith say, does, usually yeah. does a great job with that. I just feel like yeah. it was a little too corny at times. I think that the they casted the leads very well. For at least <clears> Jasmine and Aladdin were very well cast. Will Smith surprised me, especially when I don't know if you remember the the promo Im- image of him as the genie, and everybody just savaged it, and it looked <laughs> so bad. They had to like go back to the drawing board and make it look better, and he he did he did a good job with it. Um, for me, the worst part of that movie by far was Jafar. I didn't think he was any good. I thought the, uh, Jafar is supposed to be like this huge, imposing, really right. intimidating figure, and that whoever they cast as him just did not fit the bill. Yeah, he was kind of like awkward, like socially yeah. awkward almost. I, I yeah. agree. I didn't really think about that, and honestly, I didn't even think of Jafar. So, yeah. and you should in Aladdin, <laughs> right? So and he's uh, one of the more I, I, underrated I, Disney villains too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. 
Yeah, it's it's an, and if I had to rank them, I think it's only been those four, right? No, they did Cinderella too, but I never saw Cinderella. that. I never saw Cinderella. Uh, I was I was a little disappointed. Like for me, I love Cinderella. I love the animated Cinderella. Um, so the fact that I don't remember a lot from it, mm, I believe the fact is, that yeah. the fact that I had to be told that I've seen that. <laughs> I don't know. I actually have to watch it again because I didn't remember seeing it. Oh, uh, I uh, I think I think Cinderella is Emily's favorite Disney princess. I don't know. If it's, I don't, it's definitely not her favorite Disney movie, but I think it's her favorite Disney princess. Um, I think Jasmine or uh, Meg from Hercules is probably my favorite Disney princess. Those are those are up there for me. Um, yeah, they're good. Yeah, I think I like Jasmine too. Yeah, Jasmine's great. Um, and a whole new world is just you know one of the one of the best mm, Disney classics ever. Uh, but yeah, if I had to rank my top three, I probably would say Aladdin, uh, Lion King, and then probably Beauty and the Beast. And it's only because I've never seen the live action Jungle Book, so I'll, I'll have to because I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, loved it. I lo- I've I've heard good things, and especially since the animated one was like an hour and five minutes long, so like they really <laughs> had to like pad it out. And if they did that well, then I'm I'm surprised. But um, sorry, I didn't mean to draw us off the topic there, but. No. So um, I think the only one we haven't talked about is Mr. Holland's Opus, which I don't think I've ever seen. Never seen it. Which is, I think it's Richard Dreyfuss is the. It is. Yeah, that's that. I I know it's like an it's the typical inspirational Disney movie storyline, but uh, I have I I think I've maybe seen bits and pieces, but I've never seen the whole thing. But so now I it can. just says um, uh, it's about a frustrated composer who finds a new star as a high school music teacher. Oh, that's that's this sounds like a like a what year did it come out? Uh, let's see. Okay. 1995. Yeah, this this sounds like uh, taking inspiration from Dead Poet Society or something. Probably something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't click on it and find out. Olympia but. Dukakis. Oh, Alicia Witt's in this movie. Huh? Look at that. Yeah, Glenn, Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I, I, it's definitely not on the top of my list of movies to watch right now, but if I want to, I can find it on Disney+. Plus. So there's that. Um. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then the only other one that's coming out uh, this month on the 30th is uh, for movies. For movies, I have to specify because right. October 30th is a big date for yes. Disney Plus. Right. Um, but it's The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, that's right. I don't think I've ever seen The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Nicholas Cage. Oh, that's right. The Nicholas Cage movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that was interesting. I saw that the first go around. And yeah. And? <laughs> uh, not memorable. No comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, better or worse than the Haunted Mansion? Better. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. At least you enjoyed yourself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, what comes out October 30th? Is that something else movie-wise or is that TV show-wise? No, that's, that's show. That's okay, so original. We'll, plus original. We'll, we'll park on that curve for a second. Um, or we'll, we'll actually we'll wait to park on that curve for a second because I, I know it's not coming out in October, but it, they did announce uh, in the past week that Soul will be dropping on Christmas Day on Disney+. Plus. That was supposed to come out, I think, oh my god, I think maybe in April, or like something like that, maybe May. Um, but that stars Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey, the latest Pixar um, imagining. And I've heard, uh, I've heard, I don't think anyone's actually seen it, but I'm assuming it has real Inside Out vibes to it. So oh, nice. I'm, I'm ass- I love Inside Out. And have you seen the trailer for this movie? No, I haven't. Actually, I, I've heard a lot about it. I just I, have not. I highly recommend you go watch the trailer because it just the trailer like tugs at your heartstrings, and then like it just it watching the trailer. You'll know what I mean when you see it, and I say it has Inside Out vibes because it's immediately like a you're gonna cry at this movie type type story, 
It's like Jamie Foxx plays like a, a musician who's really trying to like make it big. And then he falls down a manhole one day and his soul is sent to this like other area. Like it's, it's an interesting oh. plot. But, so um, like an afterlife type? Somewhat. So like I'm, there's going to be a twist in there somewhere. I'm going to look up. Uh, it's You misspell soul and I'm looking up soup. Uh, soul plot. <laughs> uh, so the, the plot is Joe, who is Jamie Foxx, is a middle school band teacher whose life hasn't quite gone the way he expected. His true passion is jazz and he's good. But when he travels to another realm to help someone find their passion, he soon discovers what it means to have soul. Just reading that, I'm not even messing with you. Just reading that gave me chills. Like, honestly. Yeah. Like, serious, like, it sounds so ridiculous, but it has real, like, uh, real, real insight. And especially since I looked it up in one of the first movies that says people also search for. Here's, here's a, to give you an idea of how this movie's going to go, Josh, the first three movies for people also search for are Onward, Inside Out, and Coco. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great movie, then. Uh, It's going to be one. A, it's going to be great, and B, it's going to make you really cry. Cry. Yeah. Like. Yeah, just cry. Coco is one of the few movies that has actually made me cry. Yeah, yeah, like, no, me too. Coco absolutely annihilated me. Oh my god, um, that movie is oh. Inside Out. Inside Out, I cried in too. I did not cry in Inside Out, but I will. I mean, spoiler, 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 spoiler. If you're listening to this and haven't seen Inside Out, but obviously, it it's got one of the biggest Pixar deaths in the history mm-hmm. of the company. Like Pixar is not like Disney, where someone dies in every movie, but like when Bing Bong dies in Inside mm-hmm. Out, it's really heart wrenching heart-wrenching oh my god dude because and i hadn't seen it yet and i was watching it with emily one night and it's one of her favorite movies like forget pixar it's one of her favorite movies and <clears throat> she's a big amy polar fan so i'm not surprised but <laughs> we're watching it and i know about what happens to bing bong i'm like all right well what happens like how, how does he go and i was like it's it, is it gonna be like something ridiculous like i'm not gonna believe it but it's still gonna get to me and it wasn't it was something very sincere and i'm like Oh my god! Like I actually said out loud, I was like, "Bing bong, no! Why'd you do that?" Like I know he had to, but like, why'd you do that? Oh, poor Bing bong. Poor one out for Big Bong. Damn. Poor one out. That one got me again. And then oh, for, I mean the the scene at the end of Coco with "Remember Me" and and Mama Coco. I mean, still it's just lodged in my brain. I'm still so sad about that. But. Um, also, I will say, I just said Pixar is not known for its grisly deaths. Coco is maybe one of the most messed up Pixar movies. You think so? I think so. Because, yeah. like, you got, like, poisoning <laughs> and murder and, like, betrayal Everything. and deceit. And, like, it's a it's a far cry from your biggest issue is a bully. Or, like, I'm trying to think of other, ma- like, uh, or I guess Nemo gets lost. I get, Yeah, it's actually pretty dark, too. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are a lot of grisly deaths in Pixar movies because Nemo starts off in a pretty dark tone too. Yeah, the uh, um, the mother, the mother. Yeah, dies. which uh, that came up last week in our conspiracy theory discussion of uh, Finding Nemo that it was really all in Marlin's head and none of it actually yeah. happened. The, yeah, that would that would be actually crazy. Real dark. I'm glad they didn't go down that road. Oh. Yeah, I think Pixar has some some pretty dark stuff in it. I mean, you even think of like Andy. In his life in Toy Story, how it's yeah. so messed up. You know yeah, what I and mean? That, that's another conspiracy. I mean, not Andy, um, the neighbor. <clears throat> oh, that's right, Sid. Sid, yeah. Although, is that Andy's and the actual actual like kid that owns Woody and Buzz? My bad. Yeah, no, that's 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 whatever. It's, but yeah, Sid. That, that's one of my one of my favorite quotes in that movie is "Play nice" when, uh, yep. when Woody's head does the Exorcist and turns around on on Sid. Um, like the ba- the baby spider comes out of the sand and it's like, yes. like it's what? Good. Like not- that's messed up. All right, rank the Toy Story movies. Go. Uh, one, 
three, two, four. I think I would go one. This I'm gonna swerve you. I'm gonna swerve you right now. You're gonna be so swerved. I'm gonna go one, four, three, two. Okay. I really love the fourth one. I really did. Yeah. I've actually not, yeah. I've actually only seen bits and pieces of it. So I guess really? that's a pretty mature rank. That's yeah. not on Disney Plus yet? Yeah, it is. Okay, you gotta watch it. It's actually really funny. It's actually really funny. I, it's like it's one of those things where like, yeah, it, it wasn't maybe it wasn't necessary, like they didn't have to make it, but it made a ton of money and it was actually really good. Like it's a Toy Story movie. It's gonna be good. Like they're not gonna make a bad Toy Story movie. I mean, mm. the the worst one on Rotten Tomatoes is like a ninety six or a ninety seven. Right. Like people love it. No Shannon hates Toy Story. Can't believe it. Oh my! Wait, what? Yeah, Shannon hates Toy Story. Why? I don't know. I what, isn't it just something about like talking toys and stuff? I don't know. Just didn't do it for me, and the kid next door is creepy, and I didn't like the little aliens when I was a child. She's, <laughs> she didn't like the aliens. <laughs> she doesn't like the aliens, and the, the aliens are one, the best, one of the best parts of the movie. Now it's so funny. That's okay. Uh, we forgive. We forgive, but never yeah. forget. <laughs> we forgive, but we never forget. That's uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, the aliens from Toy Story. We'll put a link in the description. Um, anyway, speaking of which, we're still trying to get on iTunes. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm still on the search. I mean, I know Ollie's podcast finally got over there. Uh, one yep. man, one game. But we're still, we're still trying. We're st- we're not for a lack of trying. Trust me. It's uh. I'm checking every day. In fact, I'm checking right this moment. Maybe we'll have a surprise on the podcast. Let's see. Oh, my God, maybe. Yes? No? Come on. Oh, it's taking forever. It can't connect right now. That's not good. <laughs> Sorry, I got dogs going crazy. Well, that's all right. Um, anyway, um, what was I going to say? Uh, anyway, yeah, so Soul, I'm excited for it. It'll be pretty good, I think. I mean, Pixar has rarely ever missed. So I never saw The Good Dinosaur, but that's really the only one I ever hear people say anything bad about. Yeah, I don't think Pixar has really missed at all either. I, I can't complain about them. I, I love everything Pixar, even the animated shorts. Like the guy playing, um, what is it, checkers or chess with himself? Yeah. The old guy? Yeah. Oh, dude, that phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. short. They do a lot of great shorts, you're right. Yeah. Pixar are very well known for its incredible shorts. Yeah. So, um, but I just wanted to wrap up. Yeah. Well, I know you talked about the, uh, December. Um, I don't see anything crazy coming out in november besides um oh into the woods and uh planes the the fire uh fire and rescue one. Oh my god and, yeah uh oh the normal planes too so like the cars version uh the of planes you know mm. uh, is, is gonna be on disney plus both of them and uh december had pirates of the caribbean uh dead man tells no tales and uh, ralph breaks the internet so I think that you know those are a couple of movies that you know I'll be looking forward to watching in the coming months. But I mean to kind of move on from the movies, I don't know if you have anything to say. Yeah, Sorry, I got nothing else. Let's uh, let's do the shows. Uh, no, the shows, man. Like the shows that are coming up. That that's what really hits the nail on the head for me. Um, starting with October thirtieth. I mean, The Mandalorian. I'm a big Star Wars guy. I cannot wait for The Mandalorian. Cannot wait at all. Uh, I, it seemed like way too long that they took to to put the next one out. I know, like they had to wait to see how it, the first season did, um, but it did phenomenal. Uh, even though the director hates the fact that 
Um, you know, everybody calls baby Yoda, baby Yoda. Cause that's not what he is. Um, it's, I don't know. I the can't child? wait to see what happens. Would you rather them call him the child? <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> child, the child. Well, what is he? What is he to you? Um, I mean, I don't really know. I'm actually blanking on Yoda's species, which is actually weird. I'm blanking on something Star Wars. Well, let me look. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely of the same species. They're they're highly intelligent with the Force. It's very well known in Jedi lore. Um, but I don't know. He, I don't think he's related to Yoda at all. At all. It doesn't even, according to this, the uh, Star Wars fandom says the name of Yoda's species is not actually recorded. I thought it was. All I can see is Yoda's species. That's it. Man, I thought there was a word for them. Wait, is it? Hold on. I see. I'm pretty. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Well, Yoda ended up on Dagobah, and there was no true life recorded on Dagobah either, as far as I know. Mm. Is he Dagobin? He could be midichlorian. I thought, that was, be, I, I thought that was a thing in your blood, not a race or a species. It, it's, yes, but it, he could have been created by midichlor, midichlorians. Like, he could be, like, the chosen one. Right, okay. That's instead true. of Anakin Skywalker. So is is baby uh, or I'm sorry the child <clears throat> is the child like a cheat code like I because I haven't seen the show so like can the child you just, haven't oh just oh yeah it? yeah I mean yeah kind of I mean it's just like it's literally I mean it must be like you know 50 years old in the equivalent of right. you know how old Yoda is but um, young young little little Yoda type uh, person and it knows the force already. And it's in a baby carriage, basically, when you when they first introduce him. Right. So um, pretty crazy. And like the um, I think it's considered the first order in this one. Uh, we're looking for this creature. Hmm. So interesting. Yep. I'll, uh, I'm, I do want to check it out, but I've been waiting because I'm trying to get Emily caught up on the movies. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, Actually, I I, this might be the weird like in between between the empire and the no, first it, order. I think I I thought it was between Return of the Jedi and Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like the the last movie and the yeah. first of the So I'm new just trying ones. to get it through Empire and, and Return of the Jedi at this point. Um right. but is it so is Disney Plus doing one episode at a time like last like last time? I actually don't remember. Um Cuz last uh, time it was one episode a week, right? Yeah, it was one episode a week. I would think so to yeah. keep the cliffhanger. They don't right. want they want to draw it out and, you know, have people buy merch and all that stuff because it's a big pull for them. Because I didn't know if they would do what kind of similar to what the boys did on Amazon where they would drop a couple episodes to start. They did. They dropped the first three episodes of the season at once, Josh. Like, I don't know. I didn't know if the Mandalorian would do that, but probably not because it's Disney. I think so. <laughs> it's Disney. I, <laughs> I mean, they got to capitalize, right? It's all yeah. about capitalism. It's and all about those money. sweet, sweet dollars. Yeah, you know, Lucasfilms wants their piece too, so <laughs> that's right. You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna happen. That's uh, true. You get a point you there. Um, but yes, yeah, so I know I know a lot of people looking forward to that. Uh, it's uh, it's a big deal, obviously. Uh, it's you know, it's the Mandalorian, Star Wars. It's new Star Wars content. I mean, who's gonna say no to that? Exactly. 
I mean, that was a foolish thing to say in 1999, I guess. But now, <laughs> when people are, you know, when you have a lot of people in charge of it who you, you trust, it's probably better. Um, exactly. But, yes, yeah, so I know you're looking forward to that. That's that's good stuff. Uh, what else is on the docket? Um, so since the arrival of Avengers Endgame in Disney+, Plus, they started talking about um, a lot of spinoffs. Uh, and new additions to tell you either more about a, a character's past in Avengers in the in the MCU, if you want to call it that and use that term, um, you know, or like I think it's like the the Falcon and Winter Soldier is a continuance, right? Uh, or is it like a build? Up? No, it's it's a it's a build because I, I think it's it's supposed to take over where obviously Sam Wilson is now Captain America and. <laughs> Uh, he's you know training and trying to learn the ways and Winter Soldier. I guess they're they're teamed up. And now we were saying off air. I think it was supposed to obviously come out after Black Widow, um, mm-hmm. but I think they're trying to still schedule it because I think there's something in Black Widow that will get followed up on in Winter Falcon and the Winter Soldier or something like that. Like they need to make sure one comes before the other. Mm-hmm. Um, not like I think that's why they pushed Wandavision up to now or up to sooner because right. it connects to a movie coming out in like two years. So you don't need Cause I think it's that one we discussed off air and we agreed that one is probably more tied to the Dr. Strange sequel and she'll yep. come up in that. And I mean, I know there's people murmuring that she might even be the villain in that movie. So yeah, that would be cr- pretty crazy. It would be, especially if it's like one of these multiverse situations where like it's another Scarlet witch or some from another timeline, but it's, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in WandaVision. Cause I feel like that one from the trailer, at least it, I feel like it's going to be really like strange and psychedelic and you're not going to know what's what and what's reality and what's fake. Notebook. It's, you're going to need a notebook. Uh, yeah. That's what my mom always called those type of things. Like you need to follow along or you're going to be lost. Yeah, exactly. And that's going to be one of those. It's not like, I feel like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and even like probably even Loki to, or Hawkeye. That's, that's the other one. I'm sorry. Hawkeye is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Like, those will probably be straightforward, like in your face action like you mm-hmm. not not very cerebral. Like you probably just like follow along. And it's a lot of action. Like this, you're really gonna need to watch for it because there were a ton of Easter eggs in the trailer, let alone yep. what we're actually gonna get in the show. So that one, I'm I'm really looking forward to. And obviously, you know, coronavirus kind of changed every show's timeline, every movie's timeline, everything's future. But I'm excited to see at least something that they've made for these TV shows. And honestly. The fact that there's been this like kind of like delay between new Marvel stuff and now it, it kind of kind of helped that Marvel it's it's not an oversaturation because it was far from home and then Black Widow was supposed to come in May and it was almost like is there too much now of Marvel and now people are clamoring for it again because we've seen nothing of it for over a year now so I'm I'm excited to see what they're going to bring to the table because this kicks off the next phase and this is, it's going to be very important for them so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I agree. I mean, even down to like new characters, they're introducing new characters to the MCU with a couple of these shows um, like She-Hulk, you know, and Miss Marvel. Yeah, it's it's going to be pretty cool to see how the new universe, you know, comes into play. And I think people are going to really have to dedicate themselves across the MCU in all these different fashions to really understand everything that's going on, which I mean, I love it. I mean, I know it costs money for everybody you know, go be subscribed to Disney Plus and then go to the movies and then blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if you're really a dedicated fan, you know, this is your hobby and 
it, it's I think it's kind of fun that you have to hop around and kind of problem solve. Yeah, and so, I like. Oh, oh god. No, just I'm saying like filling in the filling in the, in the dots, like you know whether it's a comic book that you have to go back and read, or you know being on Disney Plus, or you know, I just think it's cool. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome, and I, I like. I, I was a little frustrated because I'm so used to all the episodes getting released at once, but like The Boys, for example, has kind of softened me to the idea of a week-by-week basis for episodes, and I still don't love it because I'd love to consume it all at once, like Stranger Things or some other show, like just devour right. it all in one setting or in two days, but uh, it's it's definitely a waiting that aren't people really aren't used to experiencing anymore with the binge-watching era, and yep. I'm interested to see how it goes because I, I'm I'm cool with it now because I don't have to worry about like all right well this like this friend of mine's five episodes in I'm only three episodes in I got to make sure I don't get spoiled it's like all right I just have to watch one and then wait for the next episode right yeah I mean um, are we gonna get into acquisitions sure actually? yeah we we'll, we'll get into I that mean, I think that's one of our that's one of our uh, Twitter questions if you want to start diving into those yeah I mean I think it's a good segue yeah. because obviously we're talking about Marvel talking about Star right. Wars so. So we got a few uh, few Twitter questions. We'll start. Uh, do you want to start with the one we got last week? And then the, more, the, uh, the haunted hauntings. One? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll note a couple of those. So we got um, a, we got a question on Twitter last week. I'll try to pull it up fast because it was uh, six days ago. But uh, da, 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 let me scroll down. Uh, mad over here. Uh, okay, that one, that one, that one should be anytime now. All right, here we go. Uh, Sini asks us on, or Sini, I'm sorry, Sini asks us on Twitter uh, about ghost stories or hauntings at the park. Josh, this is in your wheelhouse. Um, so I think one of the most prominent ones, and I know it's not Disney World, so I technically have no direct experience with it because it's in California. Um, but uh, it, it's said that Walt Disney, like himself, haunts Disneyland. Um, it's he, he always had an apartment in the um, Main Street fire station, like the, right above that. He had an actual apartment where he spent time living in Disneyland, um, whether it be office time or, you know, if he was just staying there the night, um, his apartment was there. And it says, you know, that lights turn off and that light could turn on and they don't know if it's an electrical thing or what. They've seen the, the blinds move and, and everything else. So, they say that Walt Disney haunts haunts Dis- Disneyland. He's just there. A good ghost, though. A good specter. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, but obviously creepy to some people that you know might visually see some things going on down in Main Street in California. So pretty crazy. Interesting. Um, so that's one. Uh, I'm also reading this one, which is also in California, um, on Space Mountain. So it says, Mr. One-Way haunts Space Mountain. He is most often described as a friendly ghost who appears to live on uh, in the line as a living person, chatting with uh, and enjoying the day. Um, sometimes he's described as a grown man with reddish hair, sometimes a child. Um, and apparently he just, like, is seen by people or like in like visuals when you're going on the ride or waiting on the ride. Hmm. Um, and it says that it could be a cast member who died while working on the space mountain ride. Wow. So that's pretty, pretty deep. That's dark. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these are Disneyland, which is 
I don't really have a complete expertise on. I haven't been there yet. I've only been to the one in Paris, like I said in episode one. Um, but there is one. Where is it? Where is it? Um, sorry. That's all right. Right here. So George the Welder at Disney World in the Pirates of uh, the Caribbean. So George was a construction worker uh, who worked on the ride, and supposedly he fell from a really high uh, high end and died. Um, and it says that he haunts the ride, and cast members uh, say that, you know, they say good morning, George, or good night, George, because they'll hear, like, stuff when they shut the lights off, whether it be creaks or just, like, weird weird moaning sounds and it says that it could be from the ride itself just shutting down um but they say you know hey good night <laughs> good night george when they hear stuff like that which is pretty funny that's that's fine. Um, yeah that's pretty cool i actually had never heard that one interesting um yeah that's the more than the more you know right yeah <laughs> uh all right so we have another one uh jake ruth here uh fan of the podcast friend of the podcast too uh, yes, he asked us about the best Disney acquisitions. Yeah, I mean, so we totally hit on two, right? Lucasfilms. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could go all the way back to like Pixar. I mean, that was like 2006. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Muppets in 2004. Um, I mean, I don't know if you have anything to add to that. I mean, they acquired Fox right there. I mean, yeah, yeah. 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Fox um, and just family channel you yeah x-men you got the simpsons like mm-hmm. but i feel I like think the simpsons is an odd one i'm gonna be totally honest uh just in the mirror i know it's fox like i know it's a part of that programming uh but it's a little like they they allowed to keep the simpsons what it is and i'm surprised that the simpsons didn't change i'm gonna um, be totally honest with you because it's yeah. very crude humor sometimes well, and yeah I mean, I know Disney is starting to light up with some of that stuff, but um, even down to like drinking in the theme parks, like that was taboo, mm. you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. But and now you could drink around the world. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, um, like, yeah, that was the only place that you could have alcohol, you know. Um, um, but I also I, I see what you mean. But also at the same time, like there's a reason why The Simpsons is on Disney Plus and not Family Guy. <laughs> like. Like, uh, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but the Simpsons, the Simpsons, I feel like it it never really steps over the line quite like Family Guy does. Like, yeah. I think I, I I I see what you mean. There's definitely, but there's a reason why when I was a kid, there was I was allowed to watch the Simpsons and I was not allowed to watch Family Guy. So like, there's a difference, and I get it. But I definitely see what you mean that like they didn't take stuff out of the Simpsons. They didn't remove references, and I'm sure people right. would people would have noticed if they did. Um, yeah, the only issue they had was that like aspect ratio or whatever was the, the issue they had with the Simpsons where like they, they like, they adjusted the ratio in a way that like it was cutting stuff out of the episode and people got up in arms about it and they changed it. So other than that, they've done well with it. Yeah. But, well, um, I just wanted to not to, not to go off, um, yep. topic again, kind of going back to star Wars. Uh, I just think that. I don't think that Disney bought Star Wars. A lot of people, a lot of people think Disney bought Lucasfilms for Star Wars. That's what I want to say. Right. I think the deeper meaning of Disney buying Lucasfilms was ILM, and ILM. If you don't know what ILM is, it's Industrial Light and Magic. Yeah. 
Um, George Lucas created that right after he had made, um, oh boy, I'm blanking, American Graffiti. Yep. Wait, uh, wait. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So he had he had invested in, uh, in making ILM after American Graffiti in his starting process to make Star Wars. ILM is literally like the the leader in CGI in in other like I don't know how to really you know put it, but just digital imaging yeah. of movies. They they, they are the magic that. I think Disney's going to be using and some of the magic that you're seeing in all these live actions, like Lion King, you know, I, I'm sure that they're behind a lot of that stuff, at yeah. least the creations that they've made. No so a, a lot of the people, you know, think it's just, Oh, they just wanted, you know, to capitalize on star Wars. Well, yeah, that's very valuable, but I think ILM is literally the inner workings of that deal. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's astute. I've heard of ILM. I've never really uh, dove into like their uh, the ins and outs of the company, but um, yeah, that's I, I, that's no shock to me, honestly, that uh, they they brought that in. Um, but yeah, and the fact that you would get that for the 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 CGI, like yeah, you get Star Wars, and it's almost like oh, you bought it just for Star Wars, like that's cool. Obviously, Star Wars is a huge franchise, but you also mm-hmm. get that attached to it. I mean, what a deal! Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can build so much off of Star Wars. Nobody really had theme parks, so they obviously take the theme park route there, right? Um, and everything else, but yeah. And, um, so. and it, it, I like that we have this dynamic too, because Star Wars is probably maybe your answer, at least that Star Wars acquisition where they get ILM along with it. But for me, I mean, I my answer is Marvel because I'm like an such mm-hmm. an insanely big Marvel fan. And they resurrected Marvel, pretty much. Like, all the movies that Marvel had, they had to sell off their characters. And they right. that's that's why Sony still owns Spider-Man and will until the sun burns out of the sky. Um, but then they were able to build this billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar franchise out of the characters they had left. And they've acquired most of them back by this point, except for Spider-Man. But they have that joint deal with um, with Sony. And, yeah, and they yeah. they actually are making a sorry to sorry no, to stop you. No. They're making a theme park dedicated. So each theme park is going to get some form of Avengers mm. um, for the fiftieth anniversary of Disney. Right. So Tokyo is getting their Spider Man ride, awesome. and, and Sony is literally working with them on every little piece of that. That's awesome. So pretty yeah. cool. That's, That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Uh, no, but yeah, I mean, I love. I love Spider-Man. It's probably my, I think he, well, not probably, he is my favorite superhero. So the fact that they were able to, because I remember, I don't know if you, how, how long you've been into the Marvel movies, but like back before he was in Civil War, like in 2012, when they were making the second, third, fourth thousandth reboot of Spider-Man. Yep. And it was Andrew Garfield, which, uh, I hate that movie. which we don't need to, we don't need to park on that curve because uh, I almost <laughs> fell out of my bed listening to Small State Big Takes this week. Uh, Steve Scott, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about if you're listening. Um, but, Around that time, like, Spider-Man being in a Marvel movie was, like, unconscionable. Like, it was never going to happen. Never. Yeah. And seeing him pop up in Civil War, I'm not sure if that shot was in the trailer. I don't think it was. But seeing him so. in Civil War with the shield, like, one of the greatest screenshots of this, the MCU. Like, yeah. incredible I- that he was able to get in there. And all the credit goes to Kevin Feige, who is, like, I revere Kevin Feige, like, a few other people <laughs> like i love kevin Feige. he's the man he owns more hats than anybody on the planet oh he's yeah always wearing a hat always, every man. always wearing a hat the movie premiere for endgame wearing a hat every everywhere is wearing a hat. i'm sure he wears a hat in the shower quite honestly he probably does <laughs> but 
I love Marvel, so my answer um, would be Marvel. But uh, I'm sure you, everybody has a different answer because they own so many things now. Yeah, uh, I'm just I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. I think that's going to be our go to line. Uh, you know how every podcast has like, oh, like small our, my other podcast, Small State Big Takes, says, you know, stuff about John Olerud. Right. I think Kevin Feige oh, yeah. is, wears hats in the shower. Yes. That's going to be our go to. I like it. Just then. I, I think I'm, I'm cool with that. I mean, I think yeah. Kevin Feige, I know he's listening. He's a big fan. Uh, but if Kevin Feige is listening, which I, I know he is, um, we appreciate it, Kevin. Thank you very much for listening. Um, so we will go to uh, Connor Ryan. This is a question. I'm not. I just want to yeah. one more, one more. Uh, ESPN, uh, obviously the yes. acquisition. Oh yes, ESPN. obviously yes. ESPN. Big, big one, big one. Just to get dive into sports. If you've heard of ESPN, if it's, you've heard of it, it's a big yeah. one. Trust it, us. And just, uh, I'd say, you know, there, there's obviously little ones that we probably missed. Um. But just uh, ABC uh, and Miramax, like yeah. the, all those, all those in general, you yeah. know, like very, very crazy acquisitions during the time that they happened. It's big, it's big stuff. Disney making moves as they always right. do. Yeah, sorry, that's okay. Um, so up to uh, Connor Ryan. He asked uh, this again. This one's directly for you, even though it wasn't you weren't added in it. Tips and biggest changes for people who haven't been to Walt Disney World for a while. Um. Um, I would ask Connor if the last time he went to Disney World is when he went with me. So that would be almost 10 years ago now. Um, tips and changes. I, I think the biggest change, uh, and I don't know if we went uh, when we were with him, but the biggest change obviously would be probably downtown Disney. I mean, downtown Disney was literally i it was unrecognizable even when i went i didn't go for like a year and they had done the disney springs renovations with the garages and the and the outlet stores and everything it is literally for people that have not been since downtown disney itself has changed to disney springs you are going to be completely blown away um it's much like outlet stores that you get i mean i know we have people from a couple of different places actually that listen to this looking at the demographic, but you know, your general outlet strip mall, uh, obviously it's done by Disney. So it's beautiful. There's like rivers flowing through the marketplace and stuff like that. It is a crazy place to like, just go and shop Um, a lot of different stores that you don't get in most places. Um, so yeah, that's one of the biggest changes. So a tip is to go there and check it out if you haven't been there. Um, another, what else could I say? Uh, oh, Pandora at Animal Kingdom, uh, the based off the movie uh, Avatar, uh, they built an entire uh, park a part of the park for that it's beautiful you got to go there at night there's bioluminescence uh the whole park is literally lit up from like you know that illuminating colored bioluminescent stuff and it looks like you're just like in that movie if you've ever seen it it's pretty crazy i don't even want to like spoil it and avatar flight of passage is probably the second best ride in disney now because because of star wars land or galaxy's edge as they call it um which is another of the big thing at Hollywood Studios that you need to go check out. Um, I mean, I'm a big Star Wars guy, so I can't say enough about it. They did an amazing job. Uh, it's literally my desktop home screen. <laughs> I look at it every day. 
so, uh, you know, I adore it. Right. Um, so another big tip to go see that. And uh, I can't really think about any other huge changes other than they added gondolas to some resorts that get you to um, certain parks and, and things like that, like Hollywood Studios from uh, the Hollywood Studios area resorts, which is different. You know, you see gondolas in the sky. Mm. Um, uh, but other than that, I mean, I really don't know. There's a lot of stuff changing right now. Like Epcot's going to be totally different. Uh, if you're going now, Epcot is being totally renovated. It's being torn apart in the in the main section. Um, Epcot is going to be totally different five years from now than it was two days from now, you know, it's ever changing. Uh, and there's just going to be a lot added. Um, so honestly, if you're a person that has not gone to Disney world in 10 years, I advise you to wait two more years because there's going to be a lot different. So if you're just one of those people that goes every 10 years, you need to, you need to hold off two more years and you will get everything, all the changes that you want to see. Yeah, that's Josh will give you all the answers right there because I have uh, I have not been to Disney World since I was a small child. But uh, thankfully, Josh has been Josh has been twice as many times as I've been or as years we've been alive. So thank God that he's got all the expertise under his belt. Yeah, because uh, I sure as hell don't. That's but, what I'm here yeah. for. That's right. That's right. Uh, those and those blazing hot takes. But uh, we have one last question, and you specifically wanted to save this one for last. And again, this is one for you. Uh, I'm a, nobody signed it. It's from your small state base ace account. I'm assuming it was Steve. I think it was Steve. Uh, but the question is rank Epcot countries. Yeah. Uh, this is a big topic for a lot of Disney fans, uh, mm-hmm. Disney parks fans, I should say. Right. I've been to Epcot. It's kind of, and right now it's the only thing to do because they're tearing up everything and your mother. <laughs> it's like, you know, every, everything in the, yeah. in the parks is it there is changing um but world showcase will never change it'll only be added to uh because it's so scenic and, and memorable to a lot of people a lot of stuff happens there a lot of good restaurants um but to not go in crazy depth this will definitely be in a pix- pixie dust like when i get mm. to epcot and i know i mentioned it in the saratoga springs episode that i would um you know, I, when I do the, I'll probably do a park every couple of months or a park every month. Uh, I, and then do like different versions of the parks to see what people have to say. Um, but when I do Epcot, I'll definitely dive into everything that's in each world showcase. And that'll be a long episode. That'll be a long episode. Mm. Uh, kind of like how magic kingdom was. That's why it'll only happen like once a month or every couple of months. But, um, to, to rank them, um, I'm going to go last to first. Okay. Um, and I'm going to start. There's 11. There's 11. Uh, if you don't count the trading post, uh, there's 12. Um, but there's like a trading post in between China and Germany that people are like, oh, it's part of World Showcase. Well, okay. All right, you know, the, the trading post is last at 12 <laughs> if right. you're that person. All right. <laughs> in that case, it's <laughs> last. Uh, 11, 11 is China. Uh, I, I really, I really don't like China all that much. They've tried to do some upgrades to it. Uh, they had like, uh, the, the three, 360 vision movie in there, 
um, that I just didn't find, find all that enjoyable. Um, their food is, eh, like a lot of it is quick service. They have one restaurant in there, um, but just not a lot to China. Um, I think the store is just too much. Um, yeah, I just think it's, it, it could have been done better. Like it, it just could have been done better, plain and simple. Um, at 10, I have Morocco. And this is pretty low, but like, from I just really don't like China. But ten down, so like leaving one out, it it does get kind of spicy and like weird because you know any of these things could be anywhere. Right. Um. So yeah, Morocco's ten. Uh, just food. Food's okay. Uh, atmosphere is okay. I don't know. I just, it's okay. <laughs> it's all it is. It's all right. Um, the official yeah. seal. Uh, number nine is the United States. Uh, now there's a stage at the United States. Uh, so that bumped it a little bit from being like one of the last two, but there's not all that much to do there or eat. Like there's one funnel cake place. That's awesome. <laughs> so like go get your funnel cake and it's, I mean, there's only two quick service places there. So it's like you can either get a funnel cake or you can get a turkey leg. And that's all you get in the United States. So, um, yeah, not much to do there. Uh, totally honest. Uh, eight, I put with an asterisk uh, because this is an add to type place for the Disney World anniversary. And that's France. I hate the food. I hate the restaurant. So that's why it's down so low. But they are adding the Ratatouille ride that is in Paris to Disney World uh, in their France pavilion. Which I was going to say, there's got to be something good about it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's going to change it. That's a great ride. Okay. Um, a lot of people love that ride that have been to Paris. Uh, my mom included. She loves it. My mom and dad both loved it. Um, so, yeah, I put an asterisk there because that might bump up. Uh, number seven is Mexico. Uh, great food, great great atmosphere just not enough for me uh not enough not enough there uh there is a ride there uh but i don't know it's not a great ride um <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six is canada great restaurant little lace very expensive um but i just think visually appealing um there's a music stage there as well great store a lot of Canadian-specific things. I mean, all the places have specific things from their countries that you can't get in the United States besides there, almost. So, um, which is pretty cool, pretty unique for, for a place here. But going down the line again is the United Kingdom. Uh, the United Kingdom has Rosen Crown uh, Pub, which is very prominent. Um, people love that. I'm just not a fan. Um, it's a great, they have like Guinness and stuff there. So it's pretty, um, cultural. <laughs> it's, it's a good, it's a good time. They have a lot of soccer stuff there. Uh, and that's going to change too. They're adding something there. I can't remember off the top of my head, some sort of Beatles experience, maybe hmm. something like that. Um, or like UK bands, it's going to be something like that. Um, so I might, that might move up too, but who knows? Uh, number four is Italy. Great, the, the, probably the best food besides my number one. So I don't want to give it away. Um, yeah, it's great food. Kind of expensive store, 
but the wines and stuff that you can get there during, you know, drinking around the world, great, great stuff. And a pretty cool custom pizza quick service, which is pretty awesome as well. Um, three is Germany. Uh, Germany has, you know, their beer garden, which it's all beers. It's kind of like Oktoberfest. Uh, they have pretty good food there, and they have probably one of the best candy shops in all of Disney World. Mm-hmm. Uh, caramel, caramel candy shop. It's like Weathers uh, Caramel certified. So pretty, pretty awesome. Um, they make everything right there. Um, then my number two is Norway. Uh, Norway has one of the best stores. Uh, their merchandise, their Haley Hansen gear, which is a pretty well-known like brand. Um, they have like custom-made stuff from Norway that's imported in. It's it's a great place, and the Frozen ride that that's there is like a top ten ride in Disney. I would say, even though. It's more for kids and families, but I still think it's the aesthetic is there for Norway. Mm. And number one is Japan. Uh, Japan, solely for the mere fact that I will never go to Disney World without going um, to Japan's restaurant. Um, it's like hibachi, and oh, I have never right got, dude. I have never had better hibachi in my entire life. Even I, I could go to the best boston hibachi and i would say i still need to go to orlando like to just have hibachi for the night um and their store i like their store because it's all pokemon <laughs> it's all Oh. all right well, there's, yeah it's uh pokemon Oh, naruto um they they crack pearl like uh oysters for pearls like, so you can take a risk and buy like a hundred dollar shell and see how big the pearl is. If it's like a thousand dollar pearl, you, well, you're in luck. Jesus. Yeah. So it's like, it's pretty cool. It's That's pretty wild, cool. Man. Like there's a whole experience to Japan. Like That's it, crazy. it is wild. Well, there you go. The, uh, the Josh Martin top uh, <laughs> rankings of Epcot countries. Uh, that was, that was a big one, right? That was a, it was a good question from Steve. That's a good one. Yeah, so that takes up a lot of time. Steve's, I'll get into Steve's that. Steve's given us back-to-back questions that have taken up a lot of time, so big ups yeah. to Steve. Yeah, I, I'll definitely get into more in-depth stuff about each of those things uh, in Pixie Dust Pixie Dust Epcot. So. Sounds good. Well, that's that's all I got for this week, Josh. You got anything else? No, you know, I'm excited to watch Halloween Town <laughs> without my wife at some point. <laughs> And uh, hocus pocus, uh, I'm I'm ready to watch that too. I'm I'm in the season, um, so maybe we'll I'll, I'll get a review in on Twitter at some point. Um, and you know, look out for the uh, vote on the yeah. LB Pod for the next Pixie Dust. Uh, gonna have a couple of options on there. Not totally sure yet. Um, I know Portland's Riverside will be on there because that's one of the most knowledgeable hotels that I have. Um, but you know, look out for that. Look out for other tweets. I know we want to get our Twitter game going a little better. Um, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I want to dive in on some, on some Disney replies to things and, and stuff like that. Maybe get into some beef with people that hate Disney. <laughs> I would not mind that whatsoever. Defend Disney till doing, I die. Doing the Lord's work on the podcast. That's, that's right. You know, um, so I just want to do some more stuff on Twitter, so be on the lookout for that. That is at the LB Pod. Go check it out. At, Go follow at the, us at the LB Pod. You can find me at Joshy Pods. Um, where can we find you, 
Mr. Morocco? Oh, I'm at Jacob underscore Morocco. That's where you can find me. And at the LB pod, like we said again, that is at the LB pod on Twitter. That's us. That is us. That is us, and that's not sus, I'll tell you right now. No, it's uh, not sus. But anyway, uh, thanks Imagine for listening. Imagine Disney bought Among Us. Imagine that. Yeah, oh my God, you can get all the characters in there. <laughs> get some mouse ears That'd on. That'd be awesome. That'd be the awesome. The black character, the black imposter. Maybe. Maybe we'll get hey, it. You know, it's a great idea. Buying everything. So, Disney, if you're listening, free idea just from us, uh, the Lost Boys. But anyway, thanks for listening. I'll be on the lookout for that, that Pixie Dust poll in the next episode, and we'll uh, talk to you guys later.